cigars all around Cheers, y'all Well, 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 well That sounds like a party about to begin Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fine radio program podcast and video extravaganza known internationally as the world famous smoking and toasting boy do we have a show for you today first of all it's show number 325 and and as that's amazing enough by itself as of this writing as they say in the uh, in the journalistic world, no one has stepped in to stop us. So <laughs> I have a feeling it's not going to happen. I, I take I take a, a lack of any negativity to be an encouragement. Yes, actually. absolutely. Oh, it's not that there's no negativity. Don't 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 let me uh, let me get that part of it wrong. There's plenty of negativity, but uh, no one has been able to stop us. And at this point, I don't think they will. Uh, we're heard live on uh, broadcast radio all around the United States of America, and we are heard, of course, uh, in podcasts wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And in video form on YouTube, and I think I think on uh, Instagram and a couple of other spots as well. So yeah, we should be, uh, should be pretty much across the board. We're pretty much everywhere. And today, we're going to do something we've never done before. We have done blind taste tests before, but today we'll be doing a blind taste test of añejo tequilas. And joining us for this special occasion, we could not do it without our resident smoking and toasting tequila expert. Liliana Rodriguez, welcome Hi. to the show, Liliana. <laughs> so it's happy. So, I, I, I'm going to say this, and Mark is a dear friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to say this anyway, and I hope it doesn't hurt his feelings. We get more feedback about the show being wonderful when you're on than any other time. Oh, it's just a thing. That it's is just so a thing. nice so, to hear. So I don't want to hurt your feelings. Mark Burrell, our, our wine expert. You put anybody's expert. mom next yeah. to me, and I'm going to lose. <laughs> Mark Burrell is our resident wine expert, but also happens to be a big fan of tequila. And in fact, you're involved in uh, uh, choosing a, a barrel right now for uh, uh, for the Rainbow Lodge, yeah, aren't you? So I'm yeah, so I'm the beverage director at Rainbow Lodge. Um, and we have several um, single barrels of, of, of bourbon and mm-hmm. uh, these kinds of things. And we've always wanted to do a tequila, one of tequila and so. We're working on that now. That's so coming cool. soon at the Rainbow. Lodge. That's so cool. I need to book a reservation right now. When will it be ready? Uh, I'll let you know. Okay, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll come back and we'll taste it. So what we're going to do fantastic. today? What we're going to do today is we have, I believe, it's fourteen. We have fourteen different añejo tequilas. So the first thing is, I hope everybody has a designated driver. <laughs> uh, second a... thing is, we'll only be doing small sips, obviously, because we want to be able to. Right. This is about the taste. And so there's no beer on the menu today. This is the first time we haven't had beers in, like, forever. Uh, unless, well, I, I take that back. Sometimes when Mark comes, we do wines instead of beers. But you know what I'm getting True. at. Uh, you know what I'm getting at. So anyway, no beers on today's show, although uh, we are going to get started with the tequila in uh, just a couple of segments. And what we will do is we'll taste four or five tequilas in each segment without knowing what they are. We'll make our little notes and then we'll go around one by one. We'll say, you, you can talk about what you're tasting as you do the as you taste them, but then one by one you'll say which, you'll put them in order. This was my favorite, second favorite, third, and so on. And then once everybody has given their order, and it'll be A, B, C, D, uh, then we'll reveal what tequila A was in that segment, and then B and C and D. And then you want to make notes on your uh, pad here, because at the end, after we've done several of these segments and done 14 tequilas, we're going to ask everybody to give <laughs> us their top three of the day. So that's the way that this will all work, and it'll be 
a great deal of fun. So I'm super excited about it. So, My liver is uh, ready to go. Yes, absolutely. want to say uh, a big thank you, by the way, to Darnell Street with Emperor's Cut Cigars and all of the fine folks at the Cigar Exchange in Katy, Texas. That was so fun. That's where we did last week's show, and it was such a blast. And this show, I should mention, this is our Cinco de Mayo show. Now, since we've gone on to broadcast radio with the show... We uh, actually record the show. We record all the shows in advance, uh, and we're actually recording this well before Cinco de Mayo, oh, okay. because Cinco de Mayo actually won't happen until, as of the time we're recording, like next week, like the end of next week. Right. But if we don't air the show this Saturday, it won't give anybody any time to make tequila notes for Cinco de Mayo, which is the following week. So which will give you just enough time to run out and buy the right tequilas. Right. So we're getting in the Cinco de Mayo spirit nice and early, <clears throat> but this will be the last show that airs before uh, Cinco de Mayo. So that's the, that's the way it goes. So anyway, a lot, uh, lot of planning went into this. I want to give uh, uh, Mary, who books the show, a huge thanks. For, she's going to be pouring the tequilas for us today and keeping track. And she also brought some, uh, some food that we can have after the tequilas. So we, uh, uh, you know... So we don't ruin our taste buds. Yes, exactly. And, and also so we can like have something in our stomach before we go home. Yes. So <laughs> that's kind of important. Otherwise, it's the jack-in-the-box around the corner. And you that's know, bueno. Well, except for those damn tacos, man. <laughs> that <laughs> is, not, by the way, the busiest jack-in-the-box ever. Oh, yeah. It, it really it's is. It's the only fast food like, yeah. for blocks. Yeah. And and there's a lot of you know bars and nightclubs and stuff around this area. So try going in line there at about uh, 2.15 in the morning. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> All right. So our uh, Añejo Tequila Blind Taste Test is coming. We uh, are excited about our guests. We've got a few things to talk about this week, including uh, we, we're not going to have time to talk about as many things this week, but we will make time for drinking news. And drinking news is that segment we do here on the show where we bring you stories that sometimes, but not always, involve drinking, but are always best enjoyed when you've been drinking. And by the time we get to it, we'll be like, 13 tequilas in, so we'll be, we'll be, we will definitely have been uh, drinking. Today's uh, drinking news teaser headline is I Blame It on Violent Cartoons. And we'll look forward to that. Thank you, uh, Ian. So I want to jump right into uh, talking about cigars because most of the show is going to be about tequila. Right, but I'm uh, I'm fairly confident that you've had something interesting to smoke this week. I just got back from having something interesting uh, to smoke this week. I stopped by uh, Casa on my way here and picked up a La Gloria Cabano uh, Corojo de Oro. As far as mm. I know, this is pretty new. Um, I didn't get a chance to look up. I believe up. it is because I don't think they had a Corojo uh, in their line. Right, before. right. So this is, uh, uh, I picked up the Toro. This is a 6x50 with a Dominican Republic uh, uh, Corojo wrapper. Uh, the, so Corojo de Oro is uh, Spanish for uh, Corojo of Oro. Oro yes. Uh, of course. Um, <laughs> the binder is a Connecticut Broadleaf. Uh, I fill- learned so much here. Yes. <laughs> it's an educational show. <laughs> I just use up all my Spanish mm-hmm. right there. Every bit of it. Um uh, the filler is uh, from Honduras and Nicaragua. Um, the appearance on it is rustic, medium brown, kind of an uneven firmness overall. Veiny, oily, leathery with a single band. Now, all those things sound almost negative, except for mm-hmm. this cigar looked great. It looked, yeah. like, looked like exactly what you want. Um, the pre-light uh, sniff on this, I got some gentle tobacco notes, some orange zest, a little <clears> bit of raisin, <throat> some barnyard going on. The uh, pre-light draw on this, I used a clip. 
uh, had a light draw to it. I got kind of fall leaves, mm-hmm. uh, tilled earth, iron and mineral kind of notes coming through. It was real- fall leaves. I like that. Not yeah, just, not just you know leaves, when but you walk out leaves. and the, the leaves yeah. are on the ground, you, there's that got a little smell. bit of dampness to them. Yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Um, the, the initial light on this blast of tangy leather and earth, woody and slightly sweet. Retrohale is sweet and cedar. The first third of the cigar, uh, I got cedar and campfire. Loads of smoke coming out of this. Um, uh, flavors uh, floating around the palate. Kiss of uh, cinnamon. Uh, there was some orange zest in there and some toast. Uh, the retrohale was uh, sweet and woody. Uh, solid ash. Perfect burn on this cigar. The second third of this, nutty notes appear and weave throughout with a bit of uh, campfire and loads of cedar. All the other uh, aforementioned notes are still in there with the uh, the cinnamon, zest, orange zest, and toast. Um, and, and just a, just this kind of underlying sweetness that was a little creamy, a little nice, a little almost buttery uh, kind of sweetness to it. Solid ash, uh, perfect burn, the retrohale, cedar, and sweet. Uh, the last third of this, it really didn't change much from that point on. It kept doing the same thing, and it was really good. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed this cigar. This is uh, um, much uh, from the <coughs> second third on. It just didn't develop much. Uh, solid ash, perfect burn. Now, this cigar cost me $10.80. Which I believe is the new premium. It's not going into super premium. This cigar is a solid five on there. I will buy more of these. Oh, nice, nice. Um, it's hard I, to go wrong with I, that brand. Yeah, I love what they do. I love the La Gloria Cabana anyway, but I love what they do on this. This is also in the um, medium to full range mm-hmm. uh, with a little bit of a spice back to it. Uh, I didn't talk a lot about spice, but there's a little bit of spice to it just just due to the fact that it's kind of a full cigar. Mm. But uh, I enjoy it. I highly <clears> recommend nice. it. Nice. I had a cigar this week that I uh, picked up. During my trip to New Orleans a month or so ago, and one that I had not seen before, uh, it is the Family Family X Loyalty, or Family and Loyalty Cigar Company's Jerry, G-E-R-I. It's a Grand Toro. Uh, and by the way, what is up with people using numeric symbols instead of the word and or times? Am I supposed to say Family Times Loyalty or Family X Loyalty? Is it Dan Plus Shay or is it Dan and Shay? Uh, I'm just <laughs> using and sign for God's sake. Stop trying to be so cute with everything, okay? Or an or, ampersand. Or use it. Or use Y. Do it in Spanish. E. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? That, yeah, that makes perfect easy. sense. In any event, family X loyalty, and that's what I'm going to call it. Just, uh, just so you know, you just sorry. doubled my Spanish vocabulary. Okay, Thank good. <laughs> that's good to know. Uh, family X loyalty is a very small boutique cigar company, even smaller than some of the ones that you may be aware of if this one's new to you. Uh, the Jerry came with a band around the foot and another large blue band that covered most of the cigar. The blue band was embossed with gold-colored writing that was so stylized that I actually couldn't quite make out what the name of the cigar was. It was very pretty, but I had trouble figuring it out. <laughs> Luckily, it was on the price sticker that was on the, the uh, cellophane wrapper, so I, I was able to tell that it's Jerry, spelled G-E-R-I. Or maybe it's pronounced Yeri. I don't know. I, I'm, you know, again, this came without a pronunciation guide, so uh, I'm just going with whatever I can. The wrapper for Jerry is Ecuadorian Habana with the Nicaraguan Criollo uh, 98 binder, and the filler is a blend of Criollo 98, Corojo, Nicaraguan, and Pennsylvanian tobacco. Once I removed all those bands, I was uh, looking at a nice looking, reasonably smooth cigar wrapper with a slight reddish hue. The pre light sniff gave me earth and cedar, and the cold draw added a floral note 
note to that. I used my trusty punch and a blast from the lighter to get things started. There was a little bit of pepper, definitely not a blast. The jerry settled down very quickly, and I was able to detect more cedar and a note of cinnamon in the first third. It had a bit of creaminess to it as well, which continued through most of the cigar. Uh, pepper continued in the background as I got into the second third. More cedar, a hint of baking spice, and a citrus note, a lot like what I picked up in the cold draw, were very uh, noticeable. Uh, while some cigars pick up in, in intensity around the halfway point, the Jerry actually kind of mellowed out a little about uh, about halfway in. Uh, it was still medium-bodied, but perhaps it was the creaminess maybe taking a larger role mm -hmm. in the flavor profile. Still a nice tang on the tongue as the pepper never went away, but creamy with a faint coffee note as I smoked my way into the final third. In the end, it was that pepper note, though, that won out. It was actually more on the finish than in the initial flavors from the draw. But the pepper sensation on my tongue was actually one of my favorite things about smoking this particular cigar. Uh, the draw was very good. The burn was decent. It did struggle a little bit when it failed to burn through uh, along one vein, as you can see in the pictures here if you're watching the video version of the show. But it wasn't anything that hampered the enjoyment of the cigar. I finally uh, touched that spot up with a blast from the lighter. No harm, no foul. I should also mention that it was a very generous volume of smoke, which I rather liked, although it made it a little hard to type my notes because I would have the cigar in my mouth both hands, and I just couldn't see through the, the smoke. So uh, anyway, uh, I, I'm going to tell you, the folks at Family X Loyalty have the cigar coming in at about $12 for the Gran Toro. I did really enjoy it, but I struggled a little bit with the price-to-quality rating. Again, it was very good, but at $12 a stick, you got some pretty stiff competition. Uh, so ultimately, I'm going to recommend it. I'm going to give it a 5 in price-to-quality. It was really nice to try something out from a boutique company that I hadn't had before, You know, even if the name is a, a, a little bit silly. But I'm basing that on the price of the single stick, so the enjoyment was there. So I'll take it. I'm not, in all honesty, going to spend $265 for a box of these. But at the single stick price, it was worth it. So a solid five. I'm going to spend $265. It's going to be Padron or my father or, or AJ. <laughs> right. you know. So, uh, All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we set out the rules of the taste test, and we get started tasting tequila. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. Our program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. Today is really about fine spirits. I think she needs a little less headphones for uh, for Liliana. So um, uh, we're going to be dealing mostly with fine spirits today. In particular, we're dealing with tequila, and in particular, we're dealing with Añejo tequila, as we'll be doing a blind taste test. And we'll get to the uh, get to the uh, the as, sort as, of structure of that. Public announcement: No mm -hmm. salt nor lime will be harmed during the filming of this episode. And that's good to know. That's good to know. And very important, by the way, if you're having Añejo tequila. I mean, I love limes as much as the next guy, but uh, not not with my not with my tequila. Thank <laughs> you very much, uh, Ian. Remind me, I'm in California. And I want to smoke a cigar. There's some guidelines that I have to follow. Okay. Is that so correct? It's, pretty, it's pretty easy. Actually, all you have to do is make sure that no matter where you are in California, um, mm. you can't smoke inside anywhere. Right. And um, you can't smoke outside. Okay. Either. So you so. can smoke anywhere you want. Anywhere as you want. As long as it's not. As long as you follow those two guidelines. Okay. Got it. Uh, it was going to get even more uh, serious than that. Because a bill has been introduced in California, we talked about this on the show, a bill was in, uh, introduced in California that would ban sales of all tobacco forever for anyone who was born 
Um, let me find the right date. It's for anyone who was born after, uh, or anybody basically who's not 21 today. Or, or when the bill goes into effect. So anyone who was born after the date, you would have to be born to already be 21. So in basically starting next year, when you turn 21, you couldn't buy uh, but uh, tobacco. if you turn 21 this year, you still could. Right. As long as, That's you, insidious. As long as it was before. Yeah, as long as it was before. And uh, I, I'm trying to find it, and I apologize because I lost my place in this article, but it has the actual date. Uh, of it, but anyway, it was California uh, a bill AB nine thirty five. Well, some some good news. That bill is now stalled. I just I just that want to point out for any of you, become law. any of you who are wondering what the term nanny state means. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There, yeah, exactly. It basically it was amended by uh, the state's health committee to reshift its focus entirely uh, to the recently introduced flavored tobacco ban. So the bill that would have banned premium cigars will not go into effect. But the guy that proposed it, Assemblymember Damon Connolly, just in case you want to write it down and get a little voodoo doll made made in his uh, image, uh, he doesn't plan on stopping the fight. He says he's disappointed they'll not be continuing with the face tobacco sales ban this year, but he plans to bring it up again next year and redouble their efforts uh, to bring all stakeholders Is it because tobacco is the devil? Apparently it is, yeah. Apparently it is. Apparently you can't trust people to, you know, you know, Make decisions for themselves. You got to make those decisions for huh. them. So anyway, uh, the good news, although don't get too comfortable, he'll be back next year. But the good news is for California listeners, uh, you guys can still buy tobacco. Still buy cigars. Uh, you can still buy cigars at least for uh, at least for a while. So and you know if you're old enough, you you could continue to buy them. But think about it, that's going to put cigar shops out of business in a few years. But you can buy uh, marijuana. Yes, and you can buy handguns. So. You can buy marijuana, mm-hmm. but you can't buy Correct. cigars. Correct. Yeah, think about that. Okay. For a I, you know, and I'm not against you know, do your marijuana thing if you want, but yeah. that's I mean, <laughs> wow, people. Yeah. What's next? On your tequila? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. We are going to have some on your tequila yes, here, you. and guys, let me just walk <laughs> through how this is going to work. Okay. In the next segment, uh, we'll be we'll be given samples. Each of us the same sample in each round, of four different tequilas. So there'll be A, B, C, and D for round one. And then you'll taste them. It's okay to talk amongst yourself. I want to point out, uh, you know, our tequila expert, Liliana, does this stuff, like, for real. We're just we're just a goofy radio show. But uh, when Liliana does <laughs> She's going to hate how we do oh, this. <laughs> when, when Liliana does this, you don't, you don't get to talk amongst yourself. We'll do a little bit of that because yeah. we'll, we'll see. But Because the silence, the silence of tasting doesn't right. translate to radio <laughs> quite as well. And as you guys know, if you've listened to any of our shows... Ian and I often have different uh, opinions about things, so uh, so it's a, it's fun to be able to banter back and forth about that. But we'll talk about them a little, but make your own notes because at the end of that segment, I'm going to ask you to rank A, B, C, D. Which ones of those you would say were number one, two, and three your favorites for that uh, for that segment? Actually, we'll put them all in order, and then uh, at the uh, at the very end of that segment, we'll reveal what those were. At the very end of the show, we'll go back and take a look at what our favorites were across the whole day. So that's the way this will all work. And we're going to get started right when we get here for the next segment of Smoking and Toasting. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. Our program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and uh, hand-rolled cigars. But let the tequila tasting begin. And we're so excited about... Uh, oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> uh, perfect background music uh, for, for the tasting. <laughs> so the way this works, guys, is uh, we'll be tasting these blind. Uh, we, we, won't, we don't have enough glassware to use for the entire show. Uh, but this first round will all be inappropriate tequila glassware that I think you brought from, uh, from the lodge, didn't you? I did, the yeah. Lodge. yeah. I stopped over there so, on the way in. And these are uh, actual tequila glasses? At least according to Riedel, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've seen them in a number of different shapes. So I suppose that uh, will actually work. Now, a lot of these other rounds will will do in, uh, in, in just in some small plastic cups. But Liliana, when you do the tastings, like the real tastings, mm-hmm. not the goofy ones we do here, but when you do the real tastings, this is the kind of glassware that yeah, you would use. Yeah, especially correct? now that tequila has its own. Its own uh, glassware. glassware. Yeah, right, right, which is a pretty cool thing. Tequila yeah. mm-hmm. is really becoming more and more respected in a way that mm-hmm. whiskey has always been respected. And tequila maybe wasn't given that much attention for years, but, man, mm-hmm. it is surging right now. Now, there are some groups that prefer an, a wider mouth. Right, so the tequila that glasses can, I have are a so little wider mouth. Like a snifter. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they can appreciate the aromas. But being able to swirl this a little bit is a good oh, yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, because we check the viscosity. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah, oh yeah. And the higher the viscosity, the higher concentration of sugar and alcohol. Right, oh, that makes sense. Well, mm-hmm. I'm getting a little sweetness on the nose of this one. Uh, so I get uh, I get a little bit of a I get that sugary sweetness. I get a little mm-hmm. bit of butter too. Oh yes, yes, I definitely definitely pull that out. All right, well I'm gonna do my first little sip here. And Go. since there's 14 of these, the sips will be small. <laughs> but uh, wow, mm-hmm. wow. How would it, you describe this color? Amber. Uh, I think more, almost more like straw. Isn't straw, it? Yeah, yeah, like a pale okay. straw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got to say, I really like this one. Now, I'm going to say that about almost all on you know, tequila. So, in fairness, that may not mean that much by the time this is done. But uh, this one strikes me very well. Any thoughts, uh, Mark? Um, yeah, it reminds me of, of, of something I, I don't really care for. But um, I, f- I think that it, it drinks a lot hotter than I would have expected it to. So it reminds you of something you don't care for. It does. Um, it, it reminds me of tequila that I don't particularly care Oh, a particular for. Yeah, tequila. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, well, that is A. So you might want to uh, jot something down so you remember once we've had these four. And you can do uh, uh, you know comparison because I'm going to ask you to put these four in order mm-hmm. uh, of the one you liked most to the one you liked the least. So let's do yeah. uh, tequila B. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was making a last-minute note. I will pass those around. This is tequila B. <laughs> it's it's funny watching these go by. It's like a, it's like a little uh, parade of loveliness. So uh, this one shows up as about the same sort of straw color as the I, last I one. I think maybe a little lighter even. Maybe even a little lighter, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't get as much on the nose from this one as I got from the last one. That's right. Uh, also, this it, is a little uh, thinner in viscosity. Yes, yes. It smells more like, like agave than... <clears throat> I would agree, although I'm still getting a little bit of butteriness there. Hmm. So, all right, let's do a taste. This this has a little more of a uh, classic uh, tequila kind of. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, nose to it. But it also has a little bit. I'm getting almost a note oh. of cinnamon in there. I can't. I can't smell cinnamon. No, I didn't get it on the nose. I got it on the tongue on after the I tongue. tasted. Yes, yes. But 
It's a it's warming. Mm-hmm. And the attack is not as strong. Correct. As the as, as the one before. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But I do like the finish. Again, uh, almost it makes me think of cinnamon toast because it has a butteriness, and I'm still getting that cinnamon note. Maybe that's just my palate, but uh, I actually kind of like that. There's like a meringue kind of thing going on in the um, in the uh, retro hail. Mm. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. It's, it's kind of fun. I didn't taste any fruit. I agree. That's mm. not a. That's not, there's not a real fruity note in there, and a lot of times there is in, in tequila. Okay, mm, making a quick note here, and let's go for tequila uh, C. Sorry. I've only had two of these, and I can't remember what number we're on. <laughs> Good morning. Starting out strong. Yeah. All right. So passing these around. Thanks, Mark, for bringing these glasses. And this Thank is you. this is so classy. For those of you watching on video, just pretend we do them in these for the whole show. I don't uh, think I got enough for the two. The two. Oh, oh, the, yeah. Let's let's give her a little more. See, this is the first time I've you had. Can't, can't cut the expert short. Yeah. <laughs> first time I've had Liliana. Uh, feel like she's not getting so, enough tequila on this so, show. Some catadors <laughs> like for at least 40 milliliters. Okay. Yeah. C? What's that? This is C. C. Yep. So while we're refilling hers, again, any uh, initial thoughts mm, on the nose? Peppery on the nose, like right off Oh, the yeah. Bat. And that's something the first two did not have was a a, a, a real stronger pepper, pepper note. Pepper and earth is what I'm getting, kind of a mineral. It's quite vegetal, I think. Yes, yes. It reminds me, on the nose, it reminds me of... Um, uh, and I don't think we have this one in the tasting, so I can go ahead and say this. But on the nose, it reminds me of uh, Sousa's uh, Añejo tequila. Mm. Very peppery. We'll see if it actually Got an interesting, peppery. interesting tang to it, kind of. And all of these like, are Añejo. Like a so citrusy is, thing going on. This is on. more pepper and more agave, I think, than I got before. How about some smoke? There is a little mm-hmm. bit of smoke, yeah. It's not a mezcal. We made sure <laughs> that these are all, um, and a mezcal would have a little more smoke than this, I think. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but this, uh, yeah, this is it's very there. interesting. It's it is there. You're right. Mm. Ian, thoughts? Uh, so I get a citrusy tang out of it, kind of a, um, kind of a citrus zest kind of thing, maybe a lemon or lime ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's straight lime. It's kind of a lemony thing, if you ask me. But what about you, Mark? Um, hmm. This is kind of hard to read. Uh, I think a lot of that greenness that I'm that I'm getting is kind of putting me off. It is a little greener. You're, you're absolutely right. More vegetal. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Let's go ahead and go to tequila D. We're doing four in this uh, in this round. So D will be the final tequila for this round. And see, now we're already to the little plastic cups. But just pretend. <laughs> they're they're very pretty plastic cups. Yes, they are. And they're mostly clear. And you can still see the color. Now, this one is a little more amber than uh, the first few I was going to say, yeah, it mm-hmm. almost has an orange kind of mm-hmm. thing to it. Oh, mm. oh, buttery right off the nose. Bit a lot of butter in this first mm-hmm. round. Mm, okay, very interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a first sip here. and. Uh... According to some experts, we always in Añejos... At the first impression with the nose, mm-hmm. we should smell the agave. But, the agave. Uh, but I don't think we have so far. No, I, I, I agree. Now, I, I would say, and I'm not so, an expert, but 
I always find that I'm more likely for the first note to be agave if it's a reposado or mm. even a blanco. Mm -hmm. But uh, but with the añejos, because they've been aged a little longer, sometimes you're getting, you know, the vanillas or the butters or the, um, yeah. you know. And it will depend what kind of uh, oak barrel they use, right? Because right. most of them have been used before for wines and whiskeys. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. That's very true. In fact, I get that impression on this one, that it was definitely matured in a wine cask or a whiskey cask or something. Oh. Mark, this one has, do you agree with that? I do. I think it's, it has a, a savory component to it that would lead me to believe that it was aged in uh, probably bourbon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Guys. This is the first one I think out of the four that has a that real prominent wood. Right, kind absolutely, of taste. and and it's smoky in a different way than uh, the one that you mentioned in, in number C was mm -hmm. was smoky. This is a different. This is sort of a deep wood smokiness. But mm -hmm. um, okay, guys, we've done our first round of tasting. What I need you to do now is put them in order of the one you like the best being number one, uh, and then number two and three and four. So. Um, Take a moment to do that. Then we'll ask each of you for your uh, thoughts, and then we'll do the reveal. So, um, all right, this is the time on the radio where it's not yeah. as interesting. All so right. I'll just yeah. fill it up with random sounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. If you could just play the <laughs> ukulele. Uh, okay. So uh, I've got mine in order. Have you got yours, Mark? I think so. Yeah. Liliana, are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. You're the expert. Let's start with you. Which? Oh. What was your? What was your? You want to start with number four or no, or number one? All you're right. the boss. So so go to let's go to let's go to number one. What was your favorite? My favorite one was B. B. Okay, mm -hmm. that was the one that was. Uh, what I was going to say that was the one that was buttery. They were all buttery, kind of. In this, they all had in a little this, bit of butter going on. I, round, I so. think I like it because the attack wasn't mm -hmm. too strong mm -hmm. and it was. It had a very nice aftertaste. Mm -hmm. Very drinkable. What was your number two? My number two was D. D, okay. The one to just taste. Mm -hmm. The one that had some aging to it in, mm -hmm. in some kind of a barrel, and we'll find out in uh, just a few moments. All right, what was three and number four? Number three was C, and number four was A. Number four was A, okay. Very good. Uh, Ian, let's go to you. So, you? Uh, so I started off, number one for me was D. I really like the wood flavors. I got a little bit of mm -hmm. dark fruit towards the very end mm -hmm. of the palate on that. Um, and there's a sweetness right off the bat that you got on the nose that was really nice. Um, a was my number two. That that was the first buttery one that we had. It had a little bit of light pepper, vanilla, mm -hmm. and, and kind of straight ahead agave and pepper kind of notes to it as well. Okay. And then number three was B. Um, that was the classic, what I call the classic tequila kind mm -hmm. of nose to it. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the first one where I noticed really the agave more up front than the rest of them. Uh, and it had kind of a meringue kind of retro hill mm -hmm, that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And then my least favorite was uh, C, that um, that it had a citrus, citrus tang, but yeah. not not in the best kind of way, I thought. I thought it was a little bit um, right. harsh as well on the uh, heat. Mark, how did you stack them up? <laughs> All right, so I am um, – Liliana and I, I think, are, are on the same page. My uh, my. You're not choice. just copying from her paper, are you? No. <laughs> okay. No, my first choice was the second one. Um, okay. I thought it was. Um, it, 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 so that I, was B. I got an agave flavor. It was easier to, to drink. It 
it, to me, like Ian said, it tasted like tequila. It was pretty classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go um, number four, the, the uh, rather D for my second choice. Okay. Um, even though it didn't... <clears throat> I, it w- didn't have that classic tequila flavor. It was pleasant, and I, en- I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. That was mm-hmm. probably a personal preference. Um, it, three and four are kind of tossed between one and two. I, th- I think I'd probably put the C last because okay. I, d- I wasn't quite a fan of that that vegetal kind of um, a greenness in, mm-hmm. in that tequila. So there we go. All right. So you went um, in, in order. A, you went to A, B. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The, the number that you ordered them, your first one was B. Yes. You went B, D, C, A. Is that right? That's right. All right. Uh, mine were um, a little bit different. I went with, with B as my favorite. Uh, that was mm-hmm. my number one. Uh, my second favorite was A, uh, the very first one that we tried. And then uh, number three for me was D, the last one. And number four for me was the smokier citrus, the one that Ian really likes. See, so I told you, we always we always have different tastes when it comes to these things. Uh, so now... Well, that was the one that I actually didn't like. That was the last one. Oh, was okay. Number, was it C? No, uh, yeah, C. That was, that my, was the one that, yeah, okay, didn't, so that we, didn't make my top three. So we three. did agree on that. All right, let's see what we were tasting. Uh, a, uh, which was my second favorite, was a number of people's second favorite. A was... Puro Verde. Are you familiar with this one, Liliana? Not at all. Puro Verde. It mm-hmm. is their estate bottled organic añejo, and that was the first tequila that we tasted. Uh, I picked it second. I think uh, uh, Mark picked it uh, what third, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so so this one did reasonably. I picked well. that one second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next tequila. B, it was my number one. It was my number one pick, but I think a number of people didn't like it uh, as well. Yeah. It's E Cuarenta. You got to tell me if I'm pronouncing that right, Liliana. E Cuarenta. E Cuarenta. 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 Okay. We actually had this on the show several weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we were pretty crazy about it yeah, when we had like it on it. the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually my number one. Mark, and my number it. one. And so Liliana and I both mm-hmm. picked it. And you. That was my number one. Had that for yep. number one. And what about you, Ian? Number three. Number three. Oh. Okay. That's the way mm-hmm. that one went. Uh, the third tequila involved, or tequila number C, was Corzo. Corso. Corso. This is the one that comes in the square box and has, by the way, the coolest pouring lid that, ever. That, that, that tequila it, looks like a little, so cool. A little uh, uh, trough <laughs> that you pour out of. All right, so that was uh, the thir- the number C. And then what was this? This was the one that was smokier, if you recall. And then the last one was, ah, oh, El Mayor. This is, I can tell you right off the uh, top of the uh, show here, this is the least expensive of those tequilas. Mm-hmm. What's uh, the distillery that um, makes it? It's 100% agave. and it's in the it's, back. Uh, yeah. You can find that for me. Uh, I tell you what, though, we do need yeah. to uh, take a break here. So we'll come back, talk a little bit about how these went, and uh, okay. then we'll be, okay. we'll be excited about it. So tell, what does that it's tell you from about? It's from Arandas. It's uh, outside so. um, the tequila town. But so, they also have very good agaves there. So when we come back, I want you to tell me about Arandas, and I also want you to tell me about what's going on with the bats in Mexico oh, and how that's sure. impacting mm-hmm. agave. We'll be right back at Smoking and Toasting. In the beginning 
Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. Our program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. Heard all over the United States of America on broadcast radio. And, of course, wherever you get your favorite podcasts and video version available across all of the social medias that do video. uh, YouTube and Facebook and and all the others. So, So welcome to the show. Today is our Añejo Tequila Blind Taste Test. Our guests are uh, Mark Burrell, who is our resident wine expert, but also dabbles in tequila. Cheers. And uh, and so you're actually the beverage director. That's right. Uh, so so you really have to kind of keep your uh, keep yourself up to speed on <laughs> all this the, stuff. The, right? the thing is, people people don't realize that what what I, I have to make sure that we have good hot teas. I have to make sure we have good bottled waters. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure that the cocktails are great, right. among everything else. You know? Right. So it's not just wine, in other words. That's right. All right. So And tequila's just kind of a personal favorite thing. I do love thing. tequila. Yeah. I really, yeah. really do. And you know, they also carry uh, the uh, Casa Madero wines. Mm-hmm. And Casa Madero is the oldest winery in the American continent. No kidding. And it's located in Parras, Coahuila, Mexico. Now, 1592 is when it was. You, you wow. mentioned that the uh, the last tequila that we uh, that we tried in that last segment, which the is El the El Mayor, you mentioned that was actually from Arandas. Arandas. Which yeah. is, how is that different from where a lot of well, other tequilas are? The, the, uh, the best blue agaves grow in two zones. Mm-hmm. Um, around Tequila Jalisco, and mm-hmm. that's because they have the volcanic ashes mm-hmm. from the uh, tequila volcano. And then Los Altos, which is, right. is a little more elevated terrain, but they both very, very high quality. Mm-hmm. Now, this is obviously known, El Mayor is not from a well-known right. um, tequila, te, uh, Casa Tequilera, right. like Casa, like uh, Cuervo or Sousa. Or, right, right. But you know, there's so <clears throat> many right now, it's hard to keep up. But Just I, in 2001, there were already 14, 1,400 tequila brands. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And the latest list is off the air. I'm sure Mexico is updating yeah, that right I now. Bet, I <laughs> bet. Well, I will tell you this much, the uh, that bottle of El Mayor, if I'm remembering correctly, it was about twenty six dollars. I picked that as my añejo, favorite of that round for an añejo tequila. That's that's amazing at that price because we're definitely going to be tasting some today that are much more expensive right, than twenty six dollars right. for the bottle. The Centenario you know? Añejo is yes. twenty seven. Yeah, I know, <laughs> so, and, and, and it's, it's really excellent. Yeah. And and then there's some that are very expensive that are also like excellent that I would almost say are, are worth the money. But it's. You know, it's always interesting finding out how things how things kind of come down when it comes to price. Um, Liliana, you mentioned that um, <clears throat> there's something going on right now with the bats in yes. Mexico and, and what that has to do with tequila. Okay. Well, the bats, the long-nosed Mexican bats, are the main pollinators. And mm-hmm. for years and years, the plants were reproduced just by the pups that grow around it. Mm-hmm. But later, Mexico discovered that it's important to let leave some of some plants to bloom and be pollinated mm-hmm. because they were becoming like a clone right, and they were right. very susceptible and, to sure. plagues and mm-hmm. things like and that disease, so sure. the the Mexican bats are very very good pollinators but their road to Texas because they the pregnant females come to Texas to have their babies and then they and go they do back. that in Houston and Austin yes, primarily by the way and then they go back in the in, in the autumn um, their way here, they need agaves. 
And with this explosion, right. not only of tequilas, but also the mezcals and right, all that, right, right. there's a decimation very severe of agaves of, for them. Right. So, bat, so that in turn is hurting the bat population. Yes. Wow. So bat, bat Conservation International partnered with another organization, the, and they formed the Agave Restoration Initiative. And during this and two more years, they plan to they plan to plant eighty five thousand agaves along the how way. Long, through. How long does it take uh, for an agave plant once it's planted to grow to the point of where it'll produce flower? For the, about um, twelve years. Oh wow! Yeah. So I just want to point out, by the way, if you're someone who's you know would like to do something for mankind for the world for the planet and you haven't found your cause yet i think i just may have found it for you what's the name Plata of that organization <laughs> what's the name of that organization but but conservation international and the another one was the agave something with agave. well they, that's the name of the uh um, the program of the program um Agave Restoration See, Initiative. That's me. Oh, I'm, the Endanger, I'm Endanger Species Coalition. That's I'm the other one. I'm all in for the agave uh, restoration. Yes. That, let's that, do I'm, it. I'm all about that. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's get support about, them. I found my cause, Ian. <laughs> this is exciting. Uh, that and uh, saving homeless puppies. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to take a break. We will be back for our next round of tequila tasting, blind tequila tasting of Añejo Tequilas. It's smoking and toasting. Thanks for hanging with us. Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. Our program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. This is show number 325, and it is our Añejo Tequila Blind Taste Test. Our tequila expert is here, Miss Liliana Rodriguez, and uh, our expert on wines and cocktails and all basically anything that comes from behind a bar. Uh, Mr. Mark Burrell is here <laughs> with us as well. He I really just is woke our, up from behind he, one. He really is. Our, <laughs> uh, you know, Not I've, again. I have done that Damn as well. <laughs> sometimes on one side, sometimes on the other. Uh, so we're we're back into the next round of tequila tasting. This one's already. This is tequila A for this round. It's already been presented to us, and some of you guys have already uh, taken a. Uh, a little sniff and maybe even uh, a little sip. So you guys uh, tell me something that you think about it while I take my sip. I mean, right off the bat, I get very little nose on this. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, you're right. It's not it's not as strong on the nose it's as some of the others. It's very smooth. It's very um, mm. it, it's very light. I'm, I'm wow. Mm -hmm. Having is, trouble getting is, almost anything. Dangerously easy to drink. I'm getting a little vanilla, but not as mm -hmm. not as sweet, not a candy, not an unpleasant right. vanilla. I, I like the vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla is actually one of my favorite notes when it comes to uh, spirits, whether it's bourbon or whether it's uh, uh, tequila or, or even rum. I really like the vanilla. Um, I, I actually like this a this lot. It's got kind of a sweet and creamy kind of mouthfeel. Mm -hmm. It too. really it really is almost like. Uh, almost like marshmallowy uh, in in terms of its of its yeah. style. And you know, one important thing that we need to evaluate also is the aftertaste. It's yes. like is the bitterness or there's sweetness no bitterness with this one at or, all. Mm -hmm. It's just got a little bit of a marshmallowy sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. um, no, there's a little tang left on the tongue though. Mm -hmm. it's a, like a like a green pepper, like a kind of lets you know that you were actually had a spirit, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, just just a little bit there, yeah. I, I kind of dig it. So, all right. Mm -hmm. That was tequila A. We'll find out what that is in just a little bit. Let's move along to tequila B. And we'll pass these around. And again, uh, these are all tequilas. Well, I think Ian brought in one from his uh, from his bar. Liliana brought one uh, from hers. 
Mark brought one. Outside of that, these are all tequilas that, and I assume you could with those as well. These are all tequilas you can buy uh, just about any well-stocked store. Mm-hmm. In our area, it would be Specs or Total Wine, yeah. where you can go and get these. And, uh, and in fact, I would say a great many of the ones that I brought from my bar were, in fact, purchase of Specs. So uh, that's, that's, that's where they came from. So, um, all right, this is Tequila B. Anybody have any thoughts on it yet? This one is uh, by far the most agave forward on the nose. That yeah, we've had I would yet. agree. With, I would agree with that. Yes, um, I think like right Mark, off the bat. Now, Mark, you actually made a little face when you took that. Uh, was that a was that a, a yeah a face of not? I'm being not pleased? getting a lot. Um, I I think I when I look for agave when I look for an agave forward uh, tequila I want it to, I want the agave to hit me in the face. I really mm-hmm. want yeah. to. Smell the agave, and I don't get a lot of it on this. Mm-hmm. And there's also a bitterness. Yes. Uh, on the mm-hmm. taste. Yes. I, I, I don't think it's this one is pleasant, though. Honestly, I got to be honest. This one is a little watery and a little mineral, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. I agree with both of those, and yet I still like it because it's tequila. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I know I know. I wouldn't turn any of these down. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that, that's a, that's a good point. Even our least favorite in all of these uh, ones is going to still be a pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure people water. people appreciate. Im- imagine the years that it takes to grow the plants. Mm-hmm. You know, twelve years and and sometimes longer, and then manual labor. There's mm-hmm. no right. machinery right. that no, can go there, there is no agave so machine. The, yes. the jimadores have to uh-huh. go there and yeah. work mm-hmm. the land and then of And course, it's not easy work either. No. No, it really mm-hmm. isn't. Uh, it, all right, it, let's go ahead and uh, bring C on while we're still talking about this one. Um Liliana, what's your what's your take on this one? Does this mm. It's not your favorite, I bet. No. Yeah, I have a feeling I still have that bitterness in but, my mouth. I, I have a feeling nobody's going to have that one at number uh, at number 1 for this segment. <laughs> but but we'll see stranger things have happened. All right, that was B, which means we have three more in this segment. Here comes Tequila C for our second round. How light this is. Yeah. Yeah, this one's This is this is light. This isn't pale. even straw colored. It's it's mm-hmm. lighter than that. Um, uh, I, I started to say gasoline, but it doesn't <laughs> smell like gasoline. It tastes like gasoline, but it's almost it's, that same. This has color. kind of a, a, a there's almost a little uh, banana bread Bra- kind fruit. of. I taste. You get a fruit, yeah. I, I, I smell. Yes, fruit. this is the fruitiest one we've had so far for mm-hmm. sure. So fruit right off the bat, like a tropical fruit, and then I get a little breadiness on the nose. You know, you said banana bread, and that really does describe it pretty well. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mark? I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm a little off today, but um, I I think um, I, I, I do get some agave on the nose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do get the fruits. Absolutely. I think it, it has a – it's balanced. It, it has a, a really nice – I think a, a pleasant finish. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't linger. It's just it's kind of one of the it's Goldilocks. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a little bit of everything. It's probably not the best thing out there. It has a little bit of a dry mm-hmm. finish to it as yeah. well, doesn't it? It does finish kind of dry. Kind of woody dry. It also but not seems a lot of like, wood on the flavor. It also seems like it would be a very easy to drink. In other words, one where you could be a good ways in before you realize how much you've mm-hmm. had, which can be kind of dangerous. But in a good well, I'm way, imagining you know? this one. Was yeah, like I will not yeah. mix these kind of tequilas yeah. in a margarita for sure. Oh, <laughs> No, no, absolutely not. We need to enjoy them like a good cognac. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I would use a reposado 
in a margarita. I have. In, in yeah. fact, my my kind of go to is the Alamo Reposado, mm-hmm. uh, which you can get in a nice big bottle. It's relatively inexpensive, but it's Reposado quality, and that's my go to for margaritas. But uh, try Centenario Reposado. I do like mm-hmm. uh, Centenario, and you know what yeah. else is good uh, for, that I like in uh, in margaritas is um, Espolón. Espolón. Espolón, mm-hmm. I think works really well, and there. Añejo, by the way, we don't have it in the taste test today, so I can talk about it. That is one of the best lower-priced Añejos that I have tasted. Speaking of Espolón, I don't know what's happening, but we haven't been able to find it lately. So I hope, really uh, very mm-hmm. oh yeah, I hate I hate when that happens. Mm-hmm. I hate when that happens. The only thing worse is when you can find it, but it's twice the price you used to pay. That's what happened to me with one of my favorites. All right, let's go ahead and go with Tequila D. And oh my goodness, wow, this one's almost that. clear. This oh, it looks like Blanco. It looks is like this, a, yeah, a, a Blanco one, uh... or a Cristalino, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, there is... Oh, yeah. Is there color in there? There is some. <laughs> I mean, if, it's, it's the if very... You, if, yeah. if you hold it up to the white light, you'll see yeah. just a little tinge it's of the palest of yellow. Pale. Wow, I'm getting lots of agave. It, You know, you mentioned it looked yeah. like a Blanco. It kind of <laughs> smells like a Blanco, yeah. too. Now, I haven't tasted it yet, but... Uh, and, mm. But that also could be a product of the fact that they, they may, may be using... Um, Barrels that haven't been charred as much right. in well, whatever life form they were in. Absolutely, I, I will tell you this: it does not taste like a blanco. So, uh, as 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 pale as it is, I still smell uh, like the agave, some pepper, and some uh, vanilla right off the nose. I was going to mm-hmm. say the vanilla. It's got more nose than that very first one we tried. It's got and pepper it's very and smooth. it's got vanilla, and it's, it's very. It actually smooth. tastes like agave. This one does. Yes, it does. It does. Oh yeah, mm. that is earthy too. Mm. Earthy and sweet. Can I just like them all? Is that okay? Is it, are we allowed yeah. to just like That's every fine. one of them? Uh, yeah. Mm, I'm, I'm in my like happy wow. place right now. This is just wonderful. Yeah. That's lovely. And I also would like to warn people about all these new words that are coming in the market, like organic and mm-hmm. these and that and artisanal. Of course, the production of tequila is artisanal. So don't let yourselves be fooled by these phrases it's just, to, just phrases. to make it yeah, right, yeah right. more mm-hmm. expensive and you right, can use right. the word organic because it can mean a lot of things but yeah. basically 100%. it means carbon based yeah <laughs> right this is basically <laughs> what it means <laughs> you know so like pretty much anything you're going to eat unless it's metal mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I, for years i just thought that organic was a word that meant I paid a lot for this at Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, it, it <laughs> means add $3 per pound. Yeah, yeah, add $3 per pound. That's absolutely right. Uh, it's a but, rough, but, rough but, uh, translation. When you get to the, the purest form, it, the organic can be a good thing. It can, it can mean they of didn't course, use the pesticides. It means, and they, yeah, right, free you know, of pesticides. Yeah, so. and All right, here comes tequila E. This is the first round we've had uh, an E tequila. So let's mm-hmm. see. How we do with this? I'm very excited about the, this whole show. By the way, this is fun. <laughs> this is just awesome. <laughs> this is all right. This is not the worst job I've had. No, it's you not. just keep handing me tequila yeah. after got, tequila. I don't even have to ask for it or order it or nothing. <laughs> all right. So this one, I do a little water palate I'm not cleanser getting here. Much on the nose. Are you? Am I just nothing? Yeah. Okay. So it's not just me. Then. Alcohol. I get alcohol. Mm. Yes, you can yeah. kind of tell that it's a spirit with a slight okay. sweetness to it. But Let's that's just check. You know, swirl it, it a little swirl bit. Okay. A little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. All right, good. We will be guided by you. Sometimes when I see that uh, people doing that with wine, I think that is so interesting. See, I get they are so pretentious. I get it. I get a gentle. <laughs> I get kind of a gentle fruit and sweet kind of note. Yeah, yeah I agree yeah. with you. Sweet fruit and sweet. Mm-mm. 
and I haven't tasted it yet. It's, it's very little. You're going to get fruit and very sweet on the it, palate. It tastes just like it smells. It tastes just like it smells. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Mark, you've been kind of quiet on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is... It's, um, it's, it lacks flavor. It's, it's, the, it's just... There's not a lot to it. There's no. just not a lot there. Mm-hmm. See, I'm... I find that to it's be almost to, candy-like flavor. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me to be critical of these tequilas because they're so. They're all so good, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, for the purpose of, I agree. Not as much flavor here. Mm-hmm. Not as much. Okay, um, this is going to take us a few minutes. So go ahead and uh, and put your tequilas in order. Mm. Uh, what was your favorite all the way down through the last one? So there's five oh. of them. So, mm, boy, this is a tough one for me. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, so, I was kind of marking I'm, my I'm favoritist. It, I'm letting it go quiet here. Yeah, on the show I was kind of. Yeah, I was a little startled <laughs> by the silence. There. I'm not supposed to do that. You know, we're on the radio. People are like, oh, um, they're, they're writing down. I was kind of marking as I go along, yeah. like the ones that I like the most. So that's I, a I good a idea. I'm, I'm lost now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just put a slash if I like it. Two slashes if I really like kind of, it. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. That's I kind of what I was... arrow. If it's pointing straight up, I loved it. If it's pointing slightly up, it's like good, but maybe not number one. All right, so we got about two minutes left in this segment. Um, Ian, are you done with yours? I am. Let's I'm see. ready to go. Let's, let's see how you did him. What was your number one? My number one was D. Uh, D, very good. Right off the nose, I got the agave, pepper, vanilla. Mm-hmm. earthy and sweet, kind of agave flavor going on. It was really, really nice overall. Great finish on it, I thought, as well. Okay. Uh, number two was C. That was the banana one, mm-hmm. or, or fruity one, as we all uh, enjoyed. Mm-hmm. That one was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Uh, number three was A. That had very little nose, but it was sweet and creamy. It had that gentle, uh, peppery kind of flavor to mm-hmm. it as well. Uh, number four was B. That was the <clears throat> watery one. Watery and mineral was. Uh, I didn't think it was a bad flavor. It was just not as fun as the other ones. And then the last one I think was E, the fruit one. But it tastes uh, to me a little bit like candy, like not in a not in a great candy kind of way, but. A little bit like candy. Okay. Um, Liliana, what did you have as your number one? Well, Ian, you and I used to agree in the past, and somehow this time we're <laughs> not so much today, right? <laughs> okay. So I gave number one to C. Mm-hmm. I did love that fruity flavor. Uh, number two is no, uh, D. Um, although it was, it looked more like a blanco tequila, but it mm-hmm. was very smooth and mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Number three was B. Uh, even though it had a little bit of bitterness, and then number four was eight, and number five was E. I think to me five, it, it just didn't do anything to me. It like flavor completely Mm -hmm. all right so we got to take a break uh when we come back mark and i will reveal our list and then we'll do the reveal of what tequila was what for that uh for that segment so don't go anywhere the mystery will be solved stand by it's (laughs) smoking and toasting
Welcome back. It is Smoking and Toasting. Our program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars. I want it. All right. <laughs> no, I was going to drink that. They're, they're, oh, fighting okay. over, they're fighting over the remaining tequila. Guys, there's plenty of tequila. Trust me. We have we have as much as you will ever, ever need. It's our Añejo Tequila Blind Taste Test. Now, of uh, the three basic uh, tequila uh, age uh, statements, uh, Blanco is generally the least aged. Uh, Reposado is a little more. Mm-hmm. Añejo is uh, a At little more. At least a year. It is there's more, a year. two more categories there, Yeah, now. there's Añejo Extra. Extra Añejo. And then what comes oh, after that? Ultra. Ultra. Uh, so is, is that a real five thing? Five years. Yeah, Ultra five years. is a real thing. Yeah. And those are the bottles where we're going to be paying like... Nine hundred dollars or more, I right? I don't know. Yeah, very <laughs> but I was shocked to see the Elon Musk oh, uh, yeah, well. tequila <laughs> worth two thousand two hundred dollars. Whoa! The guy overpaid for Twitter. He's got to do something. So oh. if he can sell you a twenty-five dollar bottle of tequila for two thousand bucks, he's going to do it. You know, I'm just yeah. saying. Um, if he wants to send us a bottle, we will sample it on the show and we'll be as fair as we possibly can. I just don't want these big celebrities that right, are out right. there now promoting tequila and selling tequila to take advantage of the little campesinos, you know, I, I working totally in agree. Mexico. There are some celebrities yeah. that are really that are really attached yeah. to very strong, very good products, mm-hmm. and they may help it being sold. But taking advantage, that's a whole other thing. And wait right. to see the, the newest tequila and biodegradable container is made oh. of paper, recyclable. Well, that's going to become a bigger and bigger thing. Yeah, bigger <laughs> and bigger thing. Alright, we did, we did our last one. Uh, Mark, tell me which ones you liked in, in order of... Uh, what was your number one? My number one was C, um, and I battled myself between C and D mm, for that number okay. one. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. I liked the fact that it was um, that it was lighter, that it, I actually got to taste the agave. Mm-hmm. It was dry. It had a dry finish. Mm-hmm. It was a bit. It, it just felt uh, bal- well balanced to me. Number two, I went to D um, for similar reasons. Even though that it's very very light, it may be even a lighter repo than. Than um, than and then Yeho, but I mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the 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 finish on that one, the way that that it came out, and then the rest are kind of done. Um, I did A for the third one, uh, E for the fourth, and then B for the fifth. So both of you did the uh, the um, mm-hmm. uh, C number, number one and one. D number two. That's reverse from my number one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. So uh, almost so Ian. I gotta go through. <laughs> so I gotta close. go through this quickly. <laughs> Uh, we were there, dude. My my number one was actually A. A was my favorite of that group. My number two was D, uh, which got one or two from everybody on yeah. the panel. Uh, number three for me was C. Uh, number four was E, and number five was B. But I liked every tequila very much in that whole segment. Let's uh, do. Do we have enough time to do a reveal? Let's do it real quick. Uh, what was tequila A? And this was my favorite of the batch. Mm. And oh, that's look, the prettiest I bottle ever. That. It's one of yeah. the ones with the gimmickiest bottle. Although I do have to admit, it's I kind beautiful. of love it. I kind of love it. Oh, okay. A. Yeah. Uh, the, right. This was the first one that we did in this Torero. segment. So that's okay. uh, that's A. Uh, B was uh, Tequila Añejo from Luna Azul. Hmm. And by the way, I really like their Blanco, too. It's very, very good. Um, number C 
was Excelia. Excelia <laughs> Añejo. I know someone who's going to be very happy about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the yeah. importer is a friend of mine. Oh. oh. Nice. Yeah, and, and so that one got either ones or twos from everybody on the I gave it a three, actually. Uh, but uh, one, oh, twos, or threes. Siete Leguas. Siete Leguas was that's this. That's an oldie. This that's was, an this was oldie, tequila D. Yeah. And believe it or not, and I, I should have like been, this actually wasn't even really fair. This is a reposado. It somehow got snuck into the Añejo oh. box. So a Reposado did pretty well up oh, against some Añejo Oh, it's an old tequilas. brand. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it really did. It's I'm, established even before I was born. Established <laughs> yeah. in 1952. <laughs> and E, as we're running out of time on this segment, E is something we're going to have to tell you in the next segment. Okay. It's smoking and toasting. And we'll be, oh, do we still have a minute? Okay, good. Because E is uh, the mystery tequila from Ian, which is Ian, <laughs> which is the Padron Añejo. Padron Añejo. That was E. And interestingly enough, e. uh, it got fourth or fifth from everybody. <laughs> kind of interesting. Yeah, I put it a five. Yeah, very interesting. All right, uh, we are out of time for the segment, but we will be back. More tasting and more uh, drinking news coming up. Welcome back at Smoking and Toasting. Our show is number 325. And after two rounds of Añejo Tequila Blind Taste Test, I think I'm in a sufficiently uh, uh, happy place to do drinking news. Much like McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> drinking news. Drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. A Florida man with one arm said he had a cater for a pet. When asked about his absent arm, he said, uh... I had to take my gator to the vet. <laughs> drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. Cheers, y'all. Well, like many of you guys, I grew up watching cartoons. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Unlike me, I didn't grow up. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I'm just talking about my my childhood years. Oh. <laughs> uh, I spent a lot of time watching cartoons. I think I think uh, most people. It's Saturday morning. Most people our age did, right? It's much different today with you know endless streaming choices and so much stuff up on YouTube. When I was a kid, you waited for Saturday morning, right? It was like mm -hmm. it was like a thing, and then you could see all of your an animated favorites. You made it through the week to the next Saturday by watching the occasional cartoon in the afternoons after, after school. school yeah. yeah, usually hosted by some very very wrong-looking old guy in a sailor's outfit or <laughs> dressed like a clown or something even more frightening who went by the name of, like, Chubby the Clown or Captain Gus or Dr. Feelys. Uh, but one thing was certain about most of your favorite cartoons, if you're like me, there was lots of animated violence. I don't know how many times the coyote in the Roadrunner cartoons has been smashed or crushed or reduced to cinders by a bomb or a grenade that had acme written across or the side. Or handed a book that says <laughs> Law of Gravity. Exactly. Uh, it, just, it was very creative, the way they would go through all of that. And the whole premise of Tom and Jerry was the mouse always committing violence against the cat, right? Yep. Cat's trying to chase the mouse. Mouse blows the cat up or, you know, uh, catches him in a deadly trap or irons him flat with a flat iron. And, and Tweety Bird, more violent than an episode of Cops or any Tarantino movie. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Tweety Bird, yeah, he had it going on. But my favorite part was always where the unlucky one 
whether it was Sylvester the cat or Elmer Fudd, wound up falling into the water because their weight cracked the ice or, or they fell through a floor or something like that. To me, those were always the funniest somehow. Uh, and today's drinking news story is kind of similar to that, including the stupidity of a man who puts Yosemite Sam and Foghorn Leghorn to shame. And yes, he is a Florida man. And police showed up at his home in Cape Coral last week with an arrest warrant. When detectives arrived at 28-year-old Dylan Alexander Floor's residence, they knocked He's got three names. Is that a serial killer? Dylan Alexander Floor, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They knocked on the front door, windows, and back doors. Nobody answered. The investigators spoke to Floor's sister, who stated that Floor was not home and that she had not seen him in days. While officers continued to question her, finally uncovering the sister actually had seen Floor and saw him enter the attic around the time detectives knocked on the door the first time. Uh, Law enforcement entered the garage and tried to speak to Floor through an open hatch in the attic. You know, those pull-down ladder things, right? You have your access hatch. Informing him that they have an active warrant for his arrest. An hour and a half passed with no response from him up in the attic. But they apparently could hear him making a lot of noise, kind of rummaging around up there. So they knew he was there. (laughs) If you're trying to hide, why are you rummaging around? Yeah, exactly. A canine unit responded to the scene, and once that happened, officers were able to pinpoint his location and discover him in a corner of the attic. But the Florida man still refused to comply, still refused to come out. Officers were then able to somehow hit floor with a blast of pepper spray. Uh, There's one Bugs Bunny never used in number five. (laughs) Uh, uh, And he still... Did not come out willingly. He did wind up coming out, though, and in the most wily e. Coyote way ever. Through the floor? Without warning, floor came crashing down through the bedroom ceiling, just where the ceiling fan was mounted, and smashed into a heap of the bedroom floor. <laughs> uh, you know, that's almost funnier in real life than uh, real life violence sort of way than in uh, cartoon <laughs> violence. Uh, he was placed in handcuffs and taken outside to be searched and decontaminated. Yes, Decontaminated. Decontaminated? One can only imagine. In Floor's right front pocket, detectives found a clear glass tube, which is known to be for smoking narcotics. Oops. (laughs) Floor was taken to Cape Coral Hospital and then booked into Lee County Jail. Our lessons for today. Hiding in the attic, not all that effective. Wiley Coyote, Especially when you're rummaging around. Wiley Coyote hidden garbage cans and behind cactus and behind a big rock. And none of those worked out all that well either, but at least he didn't have to fall through the ceiling of his own accord. Uh, lesson two, of course, is if you are walking around in the attic, maybe stepping on the thin sheetrock next to where the ceiling fan uh, for the room down below is anchored, let's just say not the soundest of strategies. And finally, a lesson just for the crackheads, always hide your pipe. I would think that one sort of explains. I mean, itself. he could have he could have ditched the pipe anywhere in the fiberglass of the attic. No one would have. But known. Like, that's a loyalty, man. That's yeah. a, he's, I'm no hanging on to know. this. Reporting live from Cape Coral, where some black and white cat is up in the attic with an anvil to drop down the ceiling on Tweety Bird. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? Uh, my name is Cruz. Let's drink tequila because that's your drinking news. Drinking news. That's our time for drinking news. Cheers, y'all. All right, we're going to get right to the tequila. This is round three, and this is tequila A. There will be four tequilas in this round. This is A. You guys may have had a chance to already uh, do a little uh, research, as they say. So what do you got, uh, Ian? Uh, You know, I get, like, right off the nose, I get a little agave, citrus, and a mineral kind of thing going on. Mm. 
Yes, oh. but all very pleasant. Not, very not a, sweet. Not a not a, a negative minerality at all. There's a sweetness in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Mm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's got an interesting sweetness to it. It's uh it's got a. Uh, it's not really sugarly. It's almost like a um, aspartame kind of sweetness. If, if yeah, that makes any sense. Like a cognac-y finish to me. It, mm-hmm. It's very brandied, very cognac-y. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And you know, uh, all these um, añejo agaves have to be 100% agave. They're not right. supposed to have any right. sugars added, right. Right. like you know, in the mix. But, but they can be finished in like a port wine barrel or something like that, uh, yeah, and which then could give you uh, different or a influences. sherry barrel yes. uh, that could give you some of this mm-hmm. uh, kind of flavor. Very interesting. Um, okay, let's go with tequila B. And here we go, passing mm. this one around. Uh, and again, four tequilas in this one. And uh, yes, I definitely caught that. What you were, what your port wine, some some kind of a some kind of a flavor there. But, oh, this one has a beautiful nose to it. Almost a, um, like you mentioned cognac mm. a minute ago. This has more of like a, almost yeah, a cognac yeah, yeah. kind of orange. I smell I go, uh, orange. Mm-hmm. Well, this one has definitely been matured in some some mm-hmm. kind of a cast. This has got because this agave itself just doesn't have that kind very of a nice color flavor to it. Yes. Did you see the color? Very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got this. Uh, like I'm just, I'm still on the nose. It smells so good. It says like a fruity kind of like a mm-hmm. like a like a general fruit. Orange is a good start, but it's like it's like that kind of citrus fruit basket kind of mm-hmm. thing. Okay. All right. Let's go to C. Tequila number C. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I would just uh, one thing I will say about B that we just finished. I tasted no agave flavor no. at all. No, <laughs> none. But it tastes very good, like no. dessert. Yeah, that was super sweet. Yeah, super. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, this is tequila C. I gotta go. I gotta go with my uh, get a sip of water because that was so yeah. different. You're, you're yeah. right. That's not a bad idea at all because that was. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one. All right, tequila this C. This one. Oh. What you got again? You can almost smell the barrel right off the top of this <laughs> one. It uh, smells so good. It's got a woody kind of nose to it. Mm. You can smell the agave too. Yeah, you can woody smell the agave. agave but there is yeah. definitely a wood woody note here. Mm. Yeah, so right off the first uh right off the bat, that's that's remember our first round that was so buttery? Yes. This is buttery and sweet. Maybe a little cinnamon kind of thing going on. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Let's do uh, let's do tequila number D. Sorry about that. Number D. Oh goodness. I'm... And the letter two. I'm just having a little fun with what you're saying over there. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. Uh, I need to go back and watch Sesame Street again, right. I'm afraid. So Okay. We Were you a here? Sesame Street or an electric company person? Mm. Ooh, both. I, uh, I, I kind of like both. Too. Both. I needed Rita Moreno in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody was... taste? I'm sorry. Mm. Did anybody <laughs> taste any um, bitterness after on, taste? On C or on D? C, on C. There's right now in the back of my palate. There's that... kind of a um, kind of a, almost a pine kind of bitter. Mm. I know what you're saying. No. But uh, all right, let's let's go this to one. Mm, this one has this a one very has a, pleasant. Oh, almost like oh. a like a powdered sugar. Mm. 
Cotton candied. Oh, cotton candy. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah good. That, that's. I think you're better at this than I am. <laughs> I should do this for a living. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maybe. That's like that's like my best friend will say sometimes. He'll say, it's like you do it for a living. Oh, and it go, tastes like it go, smells, what? too. Drinking? It smells great. Tastes great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like this one a whole lot. Uh, uh, yeah, this one is a... Uh, it's another one I would describe as dangerous. Like it goes down so easy. Easily, very mm-hmm. smooth. Mm. All right. So A, B, C, D, guys. We got to put these Ooh. in order now of what we, uh, of what we think uh, is the best. So... Um, mm. All right. I'm in. Mm. All right. I'm done as well. Ian, you want to start? Yeah. So uh, and I haven't written my other ones down too, but I got it. Uh, so uh, my number one was that last one we just had, that cotton candy sweetness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was so good. Yep, uh, yep. And there's a, so there's a woody kind of finish to it that's absolutely fantastic. I can already tell Liliana agrees with you. Right. Um, <laughs> the one previous that had the woody nose with agave, that's my number two, buttery sweet cinnamon. There was a little pine bitter at the end, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like you said, but uh, but I, that didn't distract me from what I liked mm. up front about it. Okay. Then I think, actually... Now that I look at it, I think uh, I think I'm in complete reverse order. I think B is next. Uh, that one was super Three. sweet, but it mm-hmm. was pleasant, even in, in a super sweet. Tastes it tastes very good. Yeah. That was the one with the real sherry or or port uh, super sweet vibe to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then the last one A. So complete reverse order for um, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Liliana, what about you? What was your favorite? I was close to Ian on two of them. Number one was D. Okay. Number two was A. Yeah. Number three was the fruity, orangey, the very nice color B. Mm-hmm. B. And the last one was C because I didn't like the bitter. You better turn you off on that. Taste. Okay. Very good. How about you? I'm a carving copy actually of of Liliana on this one. I liked the 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 finish on on D. Um, that I don't I don't think Is that it your would number be, one. It wouldn't be my number one of the day, but it's my number one of this flight for okay. sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I went to um, uh, number A or letter A. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get crucified over. <laughs> and then um, uh, B that 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 viscous orangey thing, and then mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not sure what. So C yours was going yours on. were just the same as Liliana's. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. So here's mine. Uh, making this the first. Unanimous round. Wow. Uh, for number one, uh, my favorite was D, uh, the ah. very cotton candy ish, which we all picked as our number one. So yep. very interesting. Uh, my second favorite was number two. Uh, I'm sorry, it was number two. My second favorite. Uh, it was A, uh, the one with the was kind of sweet mm. with the minerality. We so you and I agreed on that. Mm-hmm. The place where we differ, though, is that. Uh, I went with the uh, letter C as my third, and I bumped that uh, that B all the way down. And I will tell you, that's been my least favorite of the whole day, actually, was uh, B. That was the one that was very sherry cask or, 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 or uh, too sweet. really sweet. Yeah, too it's sweet. not, what, I, it's not yeah. what I'm looking for when I go tequila. To tequila. You know? yeah. uh, it not, it's not that it didn't taste good. If you told me it was an Armagnac, I'd go, this is one of the best Armagnacs I've ever had. <laughs> uh, but but in, in tequila You land, don't expect that. Yeah, exactly. I agree, so, and I feel the same right, way about, about uh, the next one. Terry, that's do we course. have time to reveal here? Uh, in this segment, okay. So let's reveal what these oh, were. God. I think we got about a minute left. This was tequila A. It was tequila partida. We had this one very recently on the partida. show. Partida, partida, partida. I'm sorry, I, I mispronounced. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, B, the really super sweet one was. Oh yes, I should have known about this one. This is um, 
tequila añejo from uh, oh I think do we have this where where's the name of the tequila uh, it's on the side yeah uh, it is uh, somebody help me read that I can't, uh, I, can't I can't read that uh, this I remember when we had this one on the show Ian this one was yeah I remember that work yeah. on that one let me see if I can here you go and here comes D which we all oh, I'm sorry C which uh, was tequila rayon am I saying that uh, correct tequila rayon. Uh, so that is a very interesting out. and not uh, not very well known one. Oh, why am I not surprised? <laughs> Number one, we all loved the Skelly. Oh. Uh, this has been one, and I should have known that's what it was. This has been one of my favorite tequilas for years now, uh, and I'm so not surprised that that's what wow. it was. That was the only uh, unanimous pick. All right, I know we got to go to break. Uh, when we come back, we will all reveal. Our top three favorites of the day, <laughs> and now that we know what they all are, and Ian will reveal what the name of that uh, a very sherry uh, uh, oak cask one was. So it's smoking it and toasting. Right Thanks here. for being patient with us while we drink it's fourteen out. different tequilas. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thank you. Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting. And thank you so much for hanging with us through our entire uh, wine taste test of Añejo tequila. Guys, this was a lot of fun. 14 tequilas we did today. And now I'm going to ask you to do something virtually impossible, and that's name your three favorite ones. Ian, let's start with you. Uh, and you know the names of these because we revealed them, so go ahead. So number three, uh, Excelia. Really? That one oh, I thought wow. was pretty outstanding. It was mm -hmm, good. Um mm -hmm. The uh, number two, Siete Leguas. Now, that one wound up being a reposado that got into the mix by accident, and it still performed as one of your top three was, was of really, the whole really, day. really, good. And you were saying that that's an older tequila. Is that right? Siete Leguas? Well, yeah, it's uh, one of the oldies. Yeah, it's been around for a while. 1952. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. In the Highlands, Before yeah. I was born. Yeah. And you're number one. And number one, I'm going for the Goofy Bottle, Skelly. Uh, I love mm -hmm. that bottle. I, but for years, I didn't buy it. I saw it, and I thought, I'm not buying that. I mean, I, I like it. I like. I love the whole Day of the Dead thing. But th that tequila can't the, be the good. The bottle that, is that so corny to, that you almost don't want to like it. Yeah, but, but it's, but it's so, so good. good. All right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll do mine, and then we'll let the experts go last. Mm. Oh. Uh, my uh, number three was Puro, I, I, I'm, I've got two in my top three that are in gimmick bottles. I don't know what that says about me. Uh, but my number three was the Puro Verde, uh, the, or, uh, the beautiful the bottle, organic yeah. Añejo. Uh, it, or am I confusing? No, Puro Verde was not the, the goofy bottle. The goofy bottle was the uh, my second one, which was the Torero El Arte uh, de Tequila, <laughs> right? That was the one. Uh, will you bring that? Is, uh, is that right? Because I want to just make sure I'm... I'm not. This is the Torero El Arte. Yes. Yeah, that's right. that's like one of the most. That's my number ever. two, uh, and then the Puro uh, Puro Verde was my uh, number three, and my number one was the Skelly, the Skelly. agreeing oh. with Ian. So my number one and two were gimmick bottles. How about that? <laughs> Shows you what I know about tequila, Mark. Okay, <clears throat> so my number three was the uh, Iquareta. Oh, that was um, that was really good. I, was I really very tasty. close became very close to putting that on my um, list. I really enjoyed I enjoyed the the finish on that one. I thought it was lighter, and I think that's a that's a pattern for me because I'm not, just now realizing the three that I chose were, were a much bit lighter in in, in, in body and in, uh, mm -hmm. in shape. Um, number two, the Siete Leguas. 
That Reposado well, just good. gets me. <laughs> That's so cool really that good. the Reposado scored that well. I love it. And it wasn't even supposed to be in the test. It was an accident. No, uh, it's a great story, and yeah. they make they make just some beautiful tequila. Um, per- perhaps the next time we come, I'll bring you the stuff that they can't that isn't sold in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, let's do that um, uh, next week. Yeah, <laughs> you, you bet. And number one was the Excelia. I, Excelia, I was really surprised wow. about That's that one. Awesome, so. mm-hmm. awesome. All right. Our tequila expert. I know she doesn't like me to call her that, but she is. She just, she's oh. just too, you know, she's too modest to admit it. Drum That's roll, all. please. Uh, all right, Liliana, uh, what was your number three? Number three was Equareta. Oh. I love that. The, so, the yeah. attack was not too strong. It didn't have a fruity note, but it had a wonderful, mm-hmm. uh, a very nice aftertaste. And number two. Number two is going to be Excelia. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, see? I think, you guys it, think it, alike. even though it had a light color, but it was wonderfully mm-hmm. fruity. Mm-hmm. I do and, remember that, yeah. And number one, it was Skelly. Oh. Skelly. <laughs> wow. How about that? So yeah. I'm I'm uh, now not quite as embarrassed to have had two goofy bottles on my own. Skelly uh, made three out of four lists. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was number um, one on three out of four Excelia lists. Excelia made yeah. three out of four lists. That mm-hmm. is so cool. I, I got to tell you, there's not a single tequila we had today that wasn't delicious. I mean, they were all really good. Yeah. And, I, and I, it's, it's funny. And out of 14, I mean, that's pretty good. We're comparing all these really nice tequilas to <clears> so like sound like some negatives were going on, but, right? But they're all yeah. There's not a I one of them. Turn any of them down. There's not a one of them I wouldn't buy. Absolutely. Yeah. So and they're affordable and mm-hmm. they're accessible and it's not like all these fancy. Right. We didn't bring. I on purpose didn't bring my very favorite tequila of all time, which Reserva is the de la Familia. Yeah, Reserva de, de la Familia. <laughs> on purpose, I didn't because I didn't want it to outshine everything else by that much. But it's interesting that probably my second favorite, the Skelly, was the one that seemed to. Uh, do yeah. the best out of everything. Guys, thank you so much. It is so fun oh, having either one of you us. here to have yeah. both of you at the great, same yeah. time. Uh-huh. has been great fun. Uh, Ian, another week and we uh, uh, nobody has stepped in to stop us. No so. one stopped us so yet. What, what are you going to do? Uh, next week, one, on. of our, one of our other favorite guests returns to the show, Docs. Docs. And he will be coming in with Robert Licorice from Iron Root because those guys Beautiful. have cross-pollinated the whiskey and the rum and and right. I'm so excited to wow. see what they've come up with. And, uh, of course, it's always fun to have Docs on the show. So thank you for joining us. Thanks to uh, Terry, our engineer, Mary, who poured the tequila and did the booking. And thanks to Adam and the cloud. Uh, you guys have a wonderful week. And as we like to say here on the show, cheers, y'all. A quick shout Salud. out to Bruce Stark. We miss you. Yes. <laughs> Otto Stark. Oh, wow. <laughs>